Hi, I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the Isle Seat. I got Superstar and World Traveler, <sighs> Kim Schultz with me. How are you, Kim? I am doing awesome. This show, I am coming to you from Dallas, Texas. Well, actually, Heath, Texas. I'm not actually in Dallas, but I am yeah. in a suburb. It's called Heath, yeah. and um, hanging out with my friends. Man, I tell you what, um, I'm excited. Uh, me and Melissa are so excited to go with uh, Derek and Joanna to uh, uh, Texas uh, Frightmare. Yeah. Frightmare. Yeah. When's that? That it's is not- in uh, May, in, uh, first May. week into May, I think. Nice. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I'm so excited. Yes. And I get to meet. John Carpenter and Sam Raimi, two of my all-time <laughs> favorite directors. Yes, and uh, and Keith is going to be waiting in line the whole week. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I'm so excited to stand in line for seven hours. That's right. <laughs> you know what? I'll, 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 I'll walk by and wave at him and say hi. And yeah, can, can I'll, you I'll, have someone stand in your place while you go to the bathroom? I uh, think yeah. you can. And and of course, if you have somebody in line with you, they can hold your spot while you run off real quick. People do that all the time. So it's. Yes. That's yeah. I think once you get into the room, the private room where they're signing, I think once you get in there, you, you kind of have, have to, stay. to stay in line. So like Melissa could be standing in line and you could be walking around. She's not going to be stuck there the whole time. And then I know, I know. Oh, trust me. I know she won't. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me. But she's excited to come though. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And I got Derek, the toy maker, Neil. How are you, Derek? I'm doing just fine. It's been actually a pretty decent uh, week so far and hoping that it's going to keep on rolling that way. Wow. All right, man. Well, this week we're going to review Black Light on Paramount Plus, uh, The Good Nurse on Netflix, and Emma Holmes 2 on Netflix as well. First off is Black Light on Paramount Plus. Uh, Sophia is a huge uh, political activist, and she, uh, she makes a huge speech, and all of a sudden uh, she comes home and some other car runs her down. It's a hit-and-run accident. So Trevor Brock, an ex, uh, played by Liam Neeson, ex-Vietnam War, uh, War veteran, um, you know, he uh, he's asked by his uh, boss, uh, uh, Gregory Robertson, and uh, played by the great Aiden Quinn as well, and uh, he wants to find out what happened and who caused this accident. But uh, Brock's about, he's about ready to retire, and uh, he wants to spend some time with his uh, daughter and his uh, uh, granddaughter. But he said, okay, I'll, I want, after this, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, so uh, a journalist named uh, Mira, she found out that Sophie's death really wasn't an accident. And she uh, um, she got some information from her friend Dusty, who's also um, uh, it's all about the Unity Project, and it kills uh, 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 so uh, uh, civilians like Sophia, who's just out to speak her mind. She didn't cause any trouble at all, but they think she's against everything that goes on in America. There we go. 
So Travis is, uh, uh, tells the director that this is his last mission. And uh, so Travis uh, goes to meet Mira and he finds out there are so many secrets that are going on. And uh, and I I can't tell you the secrets because you're going to nope. find out. So anyway, so I thought that uh, the movie was directed by uh, uh, Mark Williams, who also uh, co-wrote the script. And, you know, it's an OK uh, direction. And the script was OK as well. I love Liam Neeson. I love Aiden Quinn and their scenes together are terrific. I think a much better script. And uh, better directing would have really lifted this movie up to I could recommend it. But overall, I thought there was some a couple of good scenes in it, but really nothing more than that. Like I said before, I'm a huge fan of uh, Liam Neeson, and I uh, know the Kim and Derek are too. And I love Aiden Quinn in it as well. And I loved their scenes between the two of them. That was really good. But overall, like I said before, better directing, better writing would have made this uh, movie even better. I'm going to give this movie a two and a half out of four stars. Um, you might watch this if you have nothing else to do. So, all right, Kim, what'd you think? Well, I have to agree. It took me a couple times to actually, like today I've watched it. The other day we started watching it when I was down in Omaha and I was like, I'm, I'm just not, I wasn't into it. I wasn't getting it. So evidently I was tired. So today I stuck yeah. it on and I was watching it. And like you said, I was doing other stuff, um, which I didn't really miss anything when I was doing some work while I was actually <laughs> wa- watching this. Um, Liam Neeson, I could like, he could just have like, he could be on my little Alexa dot and he could have like, that could be his voice. And, 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 you know, like I could have his voice, like do some meditation at night for me to go to sleep. I just really do like um, Liam, but I, I just felt like when I told people that Liam Neeson was in it, they were like, Oh, is his daughter going to get kidnapped? And is this going to happen? And you know, that's so, what he does. yeah, it's like, it's, and so in this one, I was like, Oh, that's funny. Uh, but I, I did like the story a little bit. It wasn't the best. I was not, I was not excited about the ending. I thought it was like, Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, exactly. um, I thought it could have been I thought it could have been a little bit better um, I thought I thought the actors did a, did a fine job but the whole movie it just doesn't keep your attention as well as I think it could have uh, I think they tried uh, I'd say two out of four stars it's one to watch it's not anything yeah. like oh don't watch it but don't expect don't expect some you know, amazing movie because this would not be that movie. Like I said, I love Liam Neeson and Aiden Quinn and the rest of the cast is good too. They just didn't have any script at all. And, yeah. You know, and yeah, so Derek, what'd you think? It wasn't too bad of a movie for me. Uh, you typical action fair. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, any action film, especially with Liam Neeson, is, is just going to be a good movie to watch. Uh, right. It's, you know, it's like a, a Die Hard with Bruce Willis. You know, it doesn't matter how bad it is. It's still going to be a good movie because it's Die Hard with Bruce Willis. Right. Uh, 
for me though, anytime I see Liam Neeson, there's there's two films I always think of. The first one was one of his first roles, and it was Krull. Yeah, and he was he was wonderful in that movie. And then the other one is he was the original Dark Man. Yeah, and that yeah. movie will always be like a classic to me because I mean it's Dark Man. I mean that's just a perfect film. But yeah, th- oh, yeah. this one. This one was absolutely, I mean, it was a good, good action film. I thought the cast was great. Uh, your typical, uh, you know, action type story, family member or loved one going missing, getting killed. It has to happen in an action movie. You have to have a, a motive for your action hero to do what he's doing. Uh, so it, I, I very seldom do I see an action movie where there isn't some family member or loved one who is at risk or has already been killed to uh, uh, jumpstart the film with. Uh, so you, you're going to have to expect that with a movie like this, but it, it's done well. It's not, you know, in your face or, you know, it's, it's believable almost, even though some of the action sequences may not be, but, uh, but I, I enjoyed this. Uh, I, I would give this two out of four stars. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. All right. Next up, The Good Nurse on Netflix. Uh, Jessica Chastain plays Amy, and she is uh, she's a, a nurse and a single mom who's uh, battling a uh, heart condition as well, but only the doctors uh, uh, know about her heart condition. And and uh, she works late shifts and she's there all night and she has to have, uh, you know, there's somebody taking care of the, the kids overnight. But then she comes out, she has to uh, take care of her kids and all that. And she's waiting uh, for her heart uh, to be replaced. And uh, she's just tired all the uh, She's just tired. So Charlie brilliantly played by Eddie Redmayne is uh, he's a follow. He's a, a fellow nurse who comes to help her out. Uh, they spend long nights together at the hospital and they kind of form a very uh, strong and devoted uh, friendship. And then all of a sudden uh, uh, patients uh, um, start to die. And that's kind of uh, 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 Charlie's uh, uh, ammo. He, uh, he, kill some people and they don't find out who did it and all that. And, and so he just moves on to the next hospital. But, uh, so she, um, so there's a mysterious patient Jess and, uh, and, and Charlie is the main suspect and Amy has to, uh, risk her life and the safety of her children to other uncover the truth. Um, I thought this movie was so uh, uh, really brilliantly directed by Tobias uh, Livskrim. Tobias Lindholm. Yeah, Lindholm. And I thought, uh, also, I thought it was pretty well written by uh, uh, Christy uh, Wilson Carnes as well. And I love the scenes between Jessica Tastain and uh, Eddie Redmayne. I, I just, um, those two actors are good. And even though if if it's a bad movie or if it's a great movie, those two people always stand out. And the scenes between the two of those people were amazing. Also, the whole cast is good as well. 
And I think this movie is is worth watching. I'm going to give this three out of four stars. Um, it's not the perfect movie, but it's a very enjoyable movie. And uh, I really like this movie a lot. What do you think, Kim? Well, it's a true story. Yeah. And so it's based off of a book that was about the true story of this serial killer who basically probably killed the most people yeah, um, yeah, who ever. Knows, you know? um, I thought that the, the, the acting, they were amazing. The, yes. the uh, Eddie Redmayne yes. was incredible being a crazy psycho person because you honestly felt for him. Like you didn't even know why he was killing people. I didn't no. even know why he was killing people. No, nobody. You know, you just don't even really know why because they probably still don't really understand fully what it is. But you you felt for him and you felt for the patients, but you almost felt more for him like that. He had so many troubles and he was really trying to be a good person. Yes. Over here. And if you look at all of the other serial killers, not all of them, but some of them led normal lives and they were scout leaders and they were like these great church people. And then they're killing people. I just have to say that when I first saw this was a true story and I started watching it, I thought, I don't know if I can handle this. And because of the directing, because of the actors, I really thought that it was a it was a, a fantastic show. I'm not exactly sure like how real it is, you know, like what exactly happened, but I do know that they have it at the end. They kind of tell you the, you know, how much time he's in jail and how that, I honestly, I didn't really know too much about it. I remember it on the news, but I don't, I didn't pay attention to it. This is definitely one you should, you should watch if you, you know, enjoy this kind of stuff. Um, and I would have to say three out of four stars. This was this was a really good put together movie. And I forgot to tell you, yeah, it is a true story. So yeah, I was just like that. I thought uh, Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne, their scenes oh. together are so amazing. Right? And, yeah, uh, they 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 did. I mean, just the friendship, the fear, the emotions that you can get from these people, and and I I. Eddie, he just gets an applause. He did such a good job playing oh, this character. Yeah. This 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 cold-hearted, no emotion, yet you can empathize with him. Yes. Was I, it was he just it was insane. He did a good job. Yes, absolutely. Derek, what do you think? You know, I, I was kind of waiting for movies like this to start popping out of the woodwork ever since the Jeffrey Dahmer series had come out. Uh Serial killers tend to be a hot topic, and they have their their ebbs and flow. Usually, they're more documentary style films that you get coming out. But right. lately, we've been having more of these uh, these these dramatic portrayals where they're they're actually doing a good job telling the story. And they've had them in the past, uh, but they were usually relegated to B horror movies. Uh, there was a, a, a BTK movie that starred. Uh, uh, Kane Hodder. Uh, there was a John Wayne Gacy movie that, uh, well, a couple of them actually, uh, but they were all B horror. They, they weren't really pushed to the forefront, but after this, the Dahmer series, I kind of expected us to get more of these serial killer dramas coming out. And I thought this one was good. I mean, there, there are some 
artistic licensing uh, going on with the story, but they still stuck pretty close to the to the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Chastain's character actually oh. did help assist uh, the police in in apprehending uh, uh, the killer. Uh, Redmond did a good job of playing the guy. Uh, I've seen a few uh, uh, video interviews of the killer uh, in prison, and and he's pretty much as cold and calculated as as Redmond portrays it. Uh, the cast was great. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I I mean it's just a great if if you're into serial killers and you want to know more about them, this is the kind of filmmaking that we need to tell these stories, not just for the sake of the killers, but for the sake of the victims as well. And I think that's what people forget is that these stories aren't necessarily uh, uh, making light of it. They they do want to bring attention to the the victims as much as they do the the killers but if if you know we have to tell the story of the killer to to get people to know about the victims and right this this is this is a good one i i this is three out of four stars for me yeah we all agree this is a really really good movie so yeah Okay, next up is uh, Emma Holmes uh, 2, and that's on Netflix. Enola. Anello, sorry. Yeah. Not Anello, uh, Enola. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <That's okay. laughs> Enola, he, well, uh, okay. <laughs> Enola Holmes 2. Okay, let's just, <laughs> let's just start this over. Uh, <laughs> Enola and... <laughs> Now, now you're thinking too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just think of that 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 uh, World War II plane, the Enola Gay. It's yeah. Enola Holmes. Okay, Enola Holmes too on Yay! Netflix. Woo-hoo! Got <laughs> Thank it. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Emma Holmes is played by Millie Bobby Brown, and she uh, continues. Uh, she opens her own detective agency. And she finds out that female detectives really aren't that popular at that point in time. So she's about ready to just uh, to go out of business. And all of a sudden, uh, Bessie Chapman uh, appears and she wants to find her missing sister, Sarah. So uh, uh, she uh, decides to go undercover and uh, and uh, uh, to a small uh, factory and find out, uh, you know, what happened to this uh, hardworking woman who um, was really uh, all of a sudden kind of taken away and nobody remembers what happened to her. So it's all up to uh, Vanola Holmes to investigate the crime. Okay. Uh, I love... Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. I think she is a tremendous actress. And also, I like uh, Sherlock Holmes, who, of course, is played by Henry Cavill. And I think those two together on screen is magical. And also because I think that, um, you know, she plays uh, Cavill is like playing uh, outside uh, Millie Bobby Brown's uh, brother and all that stuff. But um, I thought the acting between those two is excellent. And uh, also, I like the, the, like I said, the relationship. Uh, and it kind of uh, turns out to uh, really good scenes between those two. And I thought the rest of the cast was pretty good as well. 
But I think uh, this movie is, uh, I thought the director, uh, uh, Henry Beer, uh, uh, what? Bradbeer. Uh, Redbeard. I thought uh, that uh, the I thought he did an okay job at directing this movie, and I thought you know I would I the at the beginning like the first maybe half an hour it kind of went a little bit slow and then it really picked up and and uh, and it really turned into a really good movie. So, if you haven't watched the first uh, movie and the second, uh, watch that movie, and then watch this one. Uh, I think it's very enjoyable, and I think uh, it's uh, um, something you can watch uh, with uh, you know your kids, and um, as long as they're old enough to watch it. And also, I thought the the story, uh, like I said, cut it off uh, pretty slow, but then it really. Uh, picked up the last hour and a half. It really picked up, and I enjoyed this movie. So I'm going to give this movie two and a half out of four stars. The beginning, I, I wasn't that good, but the, the last like uh, hour and and uh, and a half or hour, hour and however many minutes it was, uh, I thought it was very good. So that's my rating. And uh, Kim, what do you think? Well. Millie Bobby Brown, I love her. She's so uh, she's so good, and of course, Henry Cavill, I I like him as well. I'm excited that they started making movies from the Enola Holmes because I've enjoyed the first one and I really enjoyed this one. You are right though. The beginning of it, I think all the I think every time you have that lag in between the, the movies to try to get, oh, you haven't seen the first one. So we have to really kind of catch you up on it. And people that have seen the first one, we could just jump right into it. So there was a lot of setup at the very beginning and, and you have to get through that. But every other minute after that was, I thought was used well. Like it, there was something important. I can't even think of like, oh, that got boring too. There wasn't too much of this. There wasn't too much of that. The fight scenes weren't too long the there, there was comedy there was seriousness there was i just really enjoyed i really enjoyed this movie i was hoping that i would because i liked the first one and yeah. so this one i'm doing three out of four stars this is a definitely a family one to watch yes. um, enjoy it take your time you know um watch the first one then watch the second one don't give up on it because you are you are correct it was a little bit at the beginning, but after yeah. that, you know, her trying to solve it, you know, it, it, it kind of is kind of cool trying to go through and pick up clues and oh yeah, I, I, it, it was great. So I, I highly recommend this movie um, with three out of four stars. And I thought that the acting was great. The costumes, yeah. of course, the oh, time yeah. period because of where it is. Um, and the little match girls and um, all that stuff. I just, I thought it, I thought it was great. I highly recommend it. You know what? Um, uh, when uh, Gabby came over and Solomon came over um, and uh, watched the football game on Sunday, I asked him, I said, Hey, have you watched Manal uh, uh, Holmes uh, too? And they're like, Oh, we haven't seen the first one. I'm like, what? what? 
They watch a lot of movies. Whose child are you? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like, come on. (laughs) So I told him, I said, I recommend you watch these movies. They're fun movies. So, yeah. Yeah. Derek, what do you think? I think he stepped away. I guess uh, I no, I'm I here. Guess. I'm here. I, I was just, I, I was just well, about uh, to start singing, Derek. Oh no! I I uh, I really like this one. Uh, I like the Enola Holmes series. I've read a few of the books. Um, interestingly enough, uh, the character actually shows up in the uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Servants of Hell, the Hellraiser Sherlock Holmes book, uh, which my friend uh, Paul Kane uh, wrote. And he talks about how he was so pleased that uh, the original author, uh, what's her name, Nancy Springer, uh, had given her, him permission to use the character in his book. Uh, I was kind of looking forward to seeing more, and I, I'm kind of hoping to see see even more films because all the books are great there's i think seven eight books in total uh and i would like to see more of them and obviously as as long as it takes to produce a film they'll probably have to recast it because millie bobby brown's going to age out of the role before she gets to book eight uh and Unless they start filming back to back, in which case she might just squeak in. But she's like uh, nineteen right now. Yeah, yeah. And if you figure about a year per movie, yeah. And she's already done two, so that means six more. So she could probably get away with it. Yeah, maybe. But it generally takes more than a year to make a movie because you have your post pre production, post production, oh, yes. uh, the, the filming. You know, so you're probably looking at about. You know, a year and a half to two years per film, and yeah. by by the end of the series, she's like thirty two. And <laughs> hey, there's some there's some actresses that still look nineteen at like my daughter at thirty two, but uh, yeah, she, yeah, she seems to be maturing quite, you know, like yeah, yeah, quite age appropriate. So <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll be going to Disney and asking to borrow their de aging technology. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I. Uh, I, I love this. Uh, I kind of like Henry Cavill. I'm not. Sh- I, I'm really not sure if I like him or not. I never cared for him as Superman. He just doesn't have that same. Yeah, he Christopher Reeveness. You know, when he I does, when I think though, of man, nobody does. Nobody. There hasn't there hasn't been a decent Superman since Christopher Reeve, and and right. the only other one I can think of that even remotely compares to him would be George Reeve, oh, and man. that's only if you like a drunk Superman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that, that, that joke is probably too old for a lot of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and, me and uh, uh, Kim, we get it. Now. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually remember... Uh, Henry Cavill, he was in uh, a uh, direct-to-video Hellraiser film. He was in uh, Hellraiser Hellworld, so so he was he was killed off by Pinhead at one time. So, <laughs> so Superman versus Pinhead, who would have figured? Uh, but no, I I really enjoyed this one. I thought the casting was well. The the beginning was a little off, but yeah, you gotta get the the viewers to be caught up on the film. I mean, these days with streaming, we could just go back and watch the first one and then jump into the second one. No problem. But 
filmmakers still think of it as if you ha- you you don't watch movies like that. They still think right. of it as being big screen or rentals or you know. So they're until until filmmakers catch up with the streaming concept, we're gonna run into that quite often where they're gonna have that little bit of the five, 10 minutes of a movie to catch everybody up. Here's what happened. Okay. Now let's go. Yeah. Uh, But other than that, I thought this, this film was great. You know, all the little clues and hints that they throw in and drop and nothing was too complicated and, and nothing was too twisty. It wasn't like, it wasn't like an M night Shalomon movie where suddenly you find out that Enola Holmes is Sherlock all along or something, you know? So, yeah, it's it's a perfect fun little film. It good for the the whole family, uh, and I actually look forward to seeing if they do more. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this one I'm gonna give three out of four stars. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not as I I thought if, if the beginning was uh, just a little bit better, you know, but uh, overall. This movie is worth watching, but start off with the first one, you know, because you, you learn so much about these characters and all that stuff. So, yeah, watch yeah. watch the first one and then skip the first ten minutes of the second one. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> or I mean, like, go be like preparing your popcorn or something. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it says here. It says Enola Holmes three potential. Yeah. Um, and it says the case of the bizarre bouquets. Yeah, that that's the third book. Book. So yeah. that could be um, that could be a potential a potential uh, coming up. I think I think they're behind because of COVID. I think yeah, they were yeah. planning on doing a lot more and would have more out, but we. That, yeah. that time that time kind of slowed a lot of projects down so yeah, oh, yeah. and I, I imagine it's also contingent on uh, how well this one does they still have to wait for the numbers to come in right well I checked today and it's like number four on the Netflix uh, most watched list yeah. and I thought okay that's not bad that's not bad and it started out as number one for and then, of course, new releases and all that stuff come around. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, don't forget, we are showing Die Hard on Saturday, December the 10th at Spawn Inn in downtown Topeka. You can get in at 6 p.m. Movie starts at 7. And guess what, guys? There's no cost. You can get for free. So come on out and, uh, you, you know, you can come out and uh, have some great drinks and just sit and watch uh, one of the great Christmas movies of all time, Die Hard. And, you know, with Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman and Bonnie Bodelia and, and uh, yeah, just uh, it's just Reggie Val Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's just you know, you don't forget movies like this. When mm-hmm. I first saw Die Hard uh, back, uh, God, when it first came out, I was like, man, this is a really good Christmas movie. And that's what I thought about it years ago, before I even started. And I said, I told my friend. I uh, said, uh, man, 
this is a really good Christmas movie. She agreed. So there we go. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just uh, just a traditional movie, man. I watch this movie every year. And I know that uh, it's just a, a terrific movie. So, all right. Now, Kim is not going to be here next week. She's on her know. way. She's on her way back home. I will be on a plane. Yes, I yeah, will be. I know. So next week's movies is uh, Run, Sweetheart, Run on Prime Network. The Weird, uh, Weird, the, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, Weird, the uh, uh, real uh, Al story on Hulu. I'm sorry, on uh, on uh, uh, God. What, what's the name of that? Uh, Paramount. Hulu. Hulu. Then Hellraiser on Hulu. So there you go. And um, and you know this is. Uh, I, we just love doing these, and uh, it, I, I'm so. And we, I got two of the best people, Kim and Derek. Thank you so much for uh, helping me do all this. I just want to thank you. You're welcome, and thanks. Yeah, sir. not a problem at all. Yeah, thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not the easiest person to put up with. <laughs> oh, hey. Neither am I. Trust me. Oh, I hear little James Clark. Oh, oh hi, James. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he just he just woke up. He just oh. woke up. He's like, I can tell you all about what's his favorite movie? Uh, Django Unchained. Django Unchained. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He, he has a couple other new favorites. He also likes Megamind and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Yeah. Not one, but two? Well, he likes the first one, but the second one is his favorite. He laughs more during that one. Oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. Wow. He also okay. likes the uh, uh, the Shrek live uh, musical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, superstar Kim Schultz. We'll see you not next week, but the following week. Yes, you will. All right, man. Have have fun on your trip. Thank you. All right. And Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Thank you so much, Derek. Not a problem. Always a pleasure to be here. All right. I'm Keith the Critic, and this is The ILC. Seat.